Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello and welcome to the COB this Monday, the 28th of June. And yes, this is Annette Beecher kicking off because of COVID restrictions. We're on a shoestring, but I am here with my buddy, Cara. Hi, how are you doing? How was your holiday, Annette? How was Tasmania? I was so lucky to be there without masks and I'm very happy to try their finest gin and whiskey while I was there and stomped around Cradle Mountain. So I certainly did my best to boost domestic tourism. Yeah, you're one of the lucky ones that got across the border before these lockdowns happen. Of course, the story today is all about COVID, isn't it? The market reflecting that, finishing down in the road. But it was pretty mixed out there. It's There was certainly no clear theme aside from a handful like travel. So Qantas, Webjet, the usual suspects uh, had an, an off day. So that was probably the only domestic story. The, uh, the handoff from the US markets on Friday probably should have been optimistic uh, in, in terms of uh, fresh record highs over there because obviously interest rates are never rising, right? Never. never. Inflation is transitory. I mean, it's um, I'm yet to believe that. But of course, the the lockdown was announced on Friday and so we came in this morning. My drive in probably took uh, half the distance, <laughs> uh, half the time I should say to, to come in. The streets are empty. Uh, we are here operating business as usual but those of you who have seen our videos today would have seen us all running solo. How much fun was that today, Cara? Oh, you know, it's nice to have a buddy in the studio but got to stick in line with these restrictions. I'm just having a look at the board as how it finished. And it's interesting, Afterpay was down over 7% on the day. I had a chat with Luke Winchester. We'll get to that in a moment. But he said it wasn't really anything that drove that move. Uh, BHP, the material space, managing to finish up in the green Woolworths, also managing to push higher, almost uh, 3% higher on the day. And CSL also trading in the green. So we did make a comeback. Some of that being, of course, consumer staples because I know my local Five Dock Coles was wiped clean of <laughs> toilet paper and paper towel yet again. When will we learn that we don't have to do that? Uh, it is a little frustrating. It was a bit of a CEO day today. We met two new ASX-listed uh, CEOs, one being Barton Gold, uh, Alex Scandon. So he's ready to hit the ground running because they listed today. Uh, I actually spoke to a, a company that that uh, sorry listed late last week six and a half million dollars for Arcadia and they're ready to start drilling and what a surprise lithium nickel all the EV batteries that everybody is looking for so plenty of drilling going on 
Yeah, lots of activity. And of course, we always have some stock picks for you. Nathan Summersundrum from Deep Data Analytics also joined us today. He named some stocks that he liked. The Elders was among them, New Farm, Instatech Pivot. So take a look at what he had to say when it comes to the current state of the market. And as I said, I spoke to Luke Winchester late on in the day. We had a chat about, uh, as you said, the COVID restrictions and how they're affecting the broader market sentiment. Uh, but he had a buy, hold, sell for us. And he said, as you said, a buy on the commerce stocks. Kogan was named a hold on the healthcare space and a sell. He said, don't reinvent the wheel. It's a sell on those travel agents. Yeah, old, um, old Luke gets a lot of hits because his buy-hold sells are always topical, sometimes in the smaller space, uh, so he's always worth a listen. Speaking of worth a listen, the absolute laggard today was Gold Road or G-O-R. Last I saw that was down sort of 6-7% and that was the stock of the day with uh, Koshi speaking to our friend Francesco Distratus from Ald Manette and David Novak from Wealthwise Education. And it was a pretty disappointing production announcement. The market didn't like it. Take a listen. Morning announcement. The market's treated it uh, harshly, a bit harshly as well. So, um, yeah, the share price has, um, uh, I suppose, dwindled over the last couple of weeks. Um, our analyst has a positive recommendation on it at a buy level. Um, but I hold back on that at the moment. Their, their, their costs of production, I would suspect they outlined them there. They're relatively high, but not all that high. Um, but that could increase them as well, particularly when you've got mishaps in the plant. So I, I'd be cautious there, despite our analysts having a, a positive recommendation there. A very uh, disappointing uh, production um, uh, announcement this morning uh, with uh, the Slight, uh, slightly lower production, but mostly, um, as Francesco said, the cost side has escalated. So you can see there's cost price pressure uh, starting to arise, which is inflationary, of course. So I'm, I'm like Francesco on this one. I would be avoiding it. And so not clear cut, but not going in the portfolio for now. Just looking ahead to tomorrow, one of my favourite uh, Skypers is David Lane from Pitcher Partners. He always gives us uh, some good ideas going forward. What's on your agenda, Cara? Uh, look, I've got Margaret Yang from Daily FX on the trade. So she always has amazing charts with her, of course, the Australian dollar in focus. <laughs> one, of the, one of the things that I wanted to ask uh you about you of course you were away last week cba releasing uh, their announcement that they think rates are going to hike in november 2022 you've mentioned it in your view today what are your thoughts on that timeline yeah it's an interesting one because i was actually pinned down at the last call before i went away saying what do you think about rates rising and i'm a i'm an old hawk anyone who knows me from my old days in investment banking land i fought every rate cut all the way down. So I'm definitely keen on a rate hike. Uh, November 2022, it sounds uh, a long way away for some and seems too short for others. But then Westpac came out uh, not long afterwards and said they expect a hike in early 2023. And they were one of the more dovish ones uh, in, in the market. So it does sort of abrogate 
looking too closely at that 6 July RBA meeting because I think they'll say what they need to say and we'll be back to punting on when the next rate rise will be. My concern is that household debt has just absolutely ballooned. The only reason that household debt to income is flattered is because all those government payments have made it look like, you know, debt is under control. So I'm a little worried that if the RBA is truly waiting for 2 to 3% inflation, we could have ourselves a heck of an asset bubble waiting for that point. And I guess that's why the CBA is still calling for the Australian dollar to push towards the 83 cent towards the end of the year because they are very hawkish. Their forecasts really haven't changed amid some of the, the pullbacks that we have seen for the local unit. How, how focused do you think the RBA will be on the fact that the Australian dollar is looking stronger? I think they'll be pleased that every single analyst expected an 80 handle, let's face yeah. it, uh, you know, the, the big figure 80 plus. And so here, I think it was even sub 75 last week. It was. That, that it would have had down. a few people. Woo-hoo! I was pretty excited. <laughs> Poor old Cara stuck in that 77, 77 and a half range. So 75 is, you know, is looking better, but it's certainly well short of what anyone's fair value is telling us, particularly since iron ore just continues to catch a beard that $200 mark look like pie in the sky forecast now it looks like a solid floor so I think the RBA be quietly pleased that uh, the Aussie dollar is trading below fair value but one thing we do know is when they put that 2024 in place we were beset with uncertainties people were calling for the unemployment rate to be eight nine percent remember house prices were meant to fall 30 percent that policy it's so stale that policy Policy is now so stale. So it'll be interesting to get a run up there. I think the RBA will sanction the next movies up. And so, yeah, 6th of July might be an Aussie dollar pop day. Sounds good. And of course, on the trade, we've always got the chance. There's not much below that 75 level. So if it does move to the downside, not much support until you get into the 72. So I'm always, here's hoping for volatility, <laughs> but, but probably hoping. not looking at this week uh, and the data docket. It's pretty thin this week. Uh, It's payrolls week, let's face it. Anything else pales in comparison. Yet again, median clustered at 600 to 650. It's been there for the last couple of months and they've been more or less wrong, although the last number I think was 550 something. So it was more or less not that that interesting. But uh, as we're starting to find out, when you take away the welfare payments – people start looking for jobs. So I suspect now that the Republican states have taken away some of those um, safety nets that we might finally see that million person payroll report. Will it be this one? Possibly not, but it could very well be the next one. And just quickly on the Aussie front, we're pretty quiet this week. All eyes to me will be on Friday's home loan data, Who's it going to? Investors, owner-occupiers, first homeowners, all that will be on Friday. But tell you what, pretty much daylight till then. In the meantime, everybody stay safe. Everyone here, obviously, in New South Wales in lockdown. So thanks for listening and we'll do this all again tomorrow. Yeah, we'll catch you soon. 